What's up, homies? Hello. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How's everyone out there? Hi. Welcome. Welcome Hello. to Opiniones Pod with Stephen and Z. I'm I, Z. I, I'm Stephen. <laughs> you know what I realized? We never what? introduce the show. We just fucking get into it. Yeah, because we introduce ourselves by just saying hi. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what you're clicking on. I, know. I hope. Oh, oh. I mean, if this is the first episode that you're hearing. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Hi. Welcome. How's it going? Um, happy Pride Month. <laughs> Woo! Happy Pride to Z. Happy Pride to me. Happy gay Pride gasp. to you. Yeah, extremely loud gay gasp. <gasps> yeah, I know. So Happy Pride. I mean, we're still in this pandulce, and so oh, there's not going to be a Pride parade. But have your own little Pride parade. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your time out there. Play some Madonna. Yeah. Play Start some. Voguing. Play some Kylie Minogue. Death Drop. Oh. Um, you know what's sad is uh, yesterday they played the last episode of Pose, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you ever watched Pose, but it's oh girl, you got to get up on that. I've been that told. is the show to watch it's a little sad yeah but it's very like transgender awareness greatness. Oh, yes. it's amazing yes. so yesterday was the last episode and i, I cried a little bit because oh. it was a little sad but it was good um okay. and i won't like trigger warning for y'all if you're gonna go watch it there's a lot of stuff about hiv and aids in it because okay. it takes place in the 80s and into the 90s and you know that was a oh really rough i time. thought it was like a it's not like in today's times um the the so the last episode takes place in 1998 but oh. the the start of the show starts in like 1979 and oh, bitch. the first season goes into the 80s the second season goes into like early early 90s uh-huh. and this last season ended at 1998 oh bitch so, i thought it was like today's time no no because it's about ballroom culture in the time of ballroom like like paris is burning yeah so oh, and that shit. shit was in the height of like 1982 to 1985 yes, 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 yes. so that's like the thing was was about <gasps> Yeah, total ballroom culture. The <laughs> library is open. Oh, you would and love I'm it. Red oh, you would love bed. it. And like, I almost wanted you to watch the first episode right now. Oh but yeah, God. no, it's a good show. Um, but yes, so happy Pride, like I said. Um, today we're going to be talking about appropriation versus appreciation, mm. and I know, right? Mm. I know, and that goes into multiple different types of things from cultural, mm-hmm. from you know sexuality, mm-hmm. from like just in life in general. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we will be talking about it um, again. Z and I aren't trying to bash white people, even no. though that's what it seems like sometimes. <laughs> we have many white friends, and I mean, I oh man, that sounds like I'm like, yeah, I like the person just said like as a black friend. No, but it's I can not, say it. I have a white friend. That's right. But it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, just the things that we observe in the world. And I just yeah. wanted to throw that out there before we get into it because I don't want it to make it seem like we're trying to stop a certain culture because you can appropriate things even if you're not white, yeah. you know? So let's just keep that in mind when we're talking about this. I've things. seen many um, of Mexicans. Oh, yeah. Appropriate. Oh, of course. A lot of black culture. Mm-hmm. I've seen many of Dominicans. Well, and remember, uh, we've said it like, um, people love black and gay culture they just don't like black and gay people yeah and same thing by which yourself. by the way um because i am all caught up on my murder podcast oh wow i listen to two podcasts other than ours Wait, what else you listen to i listen to morbid shout out to yeah, morbid love it's morbid. such a yeah, good those show girls are you great. showed me that one yeah the only thing <gasps> and i will say and like sorry girls like but the only thing about morbid is sometimes when they get into their personal life i'm mm-hmm. like okay get going because i want to hear about the case but yeah <laughs> bitch this is all we do i right yeah but, but we know what you're getting into into. I'm not over here being like, anyway, the Lululemon murder 30 minutes in. Can I say you yeah. fucking love the Lululemon murder? Because that shit was crazy. You love the Lululemon if murder. If you're going to listen to Morbid and you're going to just start somewhere random, start with the Lululemon murder. Because <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I saw but, I just sort of snapped on that too, by the way. It was a good one. Um, I listened to Morbid and then I listened to My Favorite Murder. Those girls are great too. They're amazing. And those are really the only two other than ours. But I just started listening to Ricky Thompson and his friend. 
Oh my god, I forgot mm. his name. But they're so fucking funny. Oh really? And they're my favorite right now. And one of their the last one that I just listened to yeah. was Cute to Be Black. Okay. Listen to that episode. Okay. They go into it. They I'll are black creators. Yeah. And I just hate myself for that. I've had to say black creators. Yeah. When do you ever hear white creator? Never. You just say creator. Exactly. Yeah. And they get into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like anything, though, for black, we say that. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're black. They're a black-owned business. Yeah. Black and, and, and Which, yes, support them and everything. Of course. But, you know, Do, when when are we going to come to the time where we don't have to say that? Mm-hmm. And just like when people say gay marriage, it's like, can we just it's call just it marriage, marriage. now <laughs> at yeah. this point? So we're going to get into we're it. We're going to get into it. But first it, things yes. first, how are you doing, Z? I'm doing better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been better. Um, rocky roads, man. It's been a little rocky, but it's yeah. okay. I won't get too into it. Um, you know, I know you didn't ask, but I think, you know, this week my pica will yeah. just be depression and yeah mental health and you know sometimes you know we're not the best and that's okay i'm like slowly creeping out of it but i'm still halfway in it and yeah depression episodes happen and you know different traumas get pulled out for different triggers of and course i'm gonna be the first one to say that i was not ready no <laughs> i didn't realize that certain things are going to trigger me yeah as bad yeah as they did um and it's not helping you know different things going on in my life right now with different people moving and leaving and things are coming and going and i think it's i personally Mm -hmm. am at not a standstill yeah but i'm in the middle of something yeah that it can either go both ways either really really bad or really really good yeah um and i'm trying to help myself as best as possible Mm -hmm. to make it go good yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. No, that makes sense. Um, been doing a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of analyzing, soul searching, soul searching. Yeah, that I thought I didn't, I, that I was better at, but I'm not. Yeah, um, just coming to terms with a lot of things that I know that I need help with. And of course, finding the resources to get help, and you know, it's tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I almost canceled on you, but I was like, you know what? No, like I need to be out. I need to get the sun on me. Yeah. And so. sometimes that's just what you need is just yeah. a little vitamin. A little know. vitamin D that's yeah. not dick. Yeah. I mean, both could help, but you know. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, I remember I saw this one meme where it's like, I was really depressed, and then I went out and got some dick, and now I was just sad with dick. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. And the, that's always the or, worst. Or like when they say the ones where it's like, I was drunk, so I took a shower, and now I'm drunk and wet. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Those are like the worst. I will say, though, if you have ever needed just like a good good cry yep for me yeah i love a good old school lana del rey you know where i used to cry <sighs> and i hate saying this out loud hmm. i used to go to the movie theater and cr- go to the back of the theater oh and i used to cry in the theater and oh I, I believe you i used to follow this tumblr called like places to cry in new york oh my god i, I know I- and it's yeah it's a good one and they would show you places yeah. in new york where you could cry where you don't look like you're crying yes. because you're sad but you'll get crying because it's like a sad movie yeah. or you're reading a sad book or yeah. you got like a sad phone call uh-huh. so people wouldn't like judge you yeah I, like i've been well, there because sometimes like you i've cried in my room many a times i've cried in my bathroom anywhere in my house i've cried of course but sometimes you need like a different space to cry i know you need to be out in public you're, you're cry kink yeah you know what I mean? pch no. some lana del rey or recently yeah some Senora music. Oh, God. Or some fucking Volver, Volver. Oh, dude. oh that shit. 
Yeah. Hurts no, there's one, and, and slaps. Like, I think it's called El Rey. I don't remember what, who By... sings it. It might be Pepe Aguilar. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. But it's a good one. Pepe oh, Ichente? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. They get me, man. Oh, my God. They get my little Mexican yes. soul flying in the air. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry oh, that you're yeah. going through like a depression, but I'm glad that you're <laughs> able to. Oh, but I'm glad you're able to talk about it because it's not an easy thing to talk about. It's not, and it's taken me a very long time to be able to talk about it and yep. just like say it out loud. And you know what? It's okay to get help. It is, it and is. that's what I'm realizing too is that I'm very much someone that will not ask for help, and you know this. No, of course. And I will never ask for help. And even today, when I was at the hospital, like you know, just trying to get to where I needed to go, yeah, seven different people couldn't fucking tell me where to go. I know. And I literally called my dad, and I yelled on the phone in where the, the middle. Fuck is it? Yes. Yeah. I was like, "Where the fuck am I supposed to go?" Of course. And he was like, "Well, you go here, here, here." I was like, "Then where the fuck is no one helping me?" Yeah. And I yelled it in the middle of that hospital, and I was like, "See, this is why I don't ask for help." Because nobody wants to help. Oof, Versus yikes. me, if you ask me for help, I'll be like, what about this, 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 this? I yeah. try to find solutions. Yeah. I just wanted a simple direction. Yeah. That's it. I try to remember that, like, when I'm in the hospital, that I know they're, like, nurses and doctors yeah. and stuff, but I try to remember, like, it's still just their job. So, you know, when you go to work and sometimes you're like, I don't want to fucking help people today, yeah. but you have to because it's you your job. But you have to, but you work it. That's one thing, But too. sometimes you hide because you're like, I don't want to help anybody. <laughs> but, like, okay, like, for example, at a grocery store, like... Yeah. They are in customer service. At a retailer, they are in customer service. If I come up to you, hi, I'm so sorry. Do you mind just pointing me to the bathroom? Yeah. I'm going to tell you where the bathroom is. If I went to nursing school for like eight years and I'm like here to point you to where your room is, <laughs> I'm not going to be very happy. Let me just say that. But I'm talking about like a grocery store. I'm like, bitch, I save lives. <laughs> but yes, you can go on the second floor to the left. <laughs> to the left. The third stall is my favorite. Yeah, you dumb bitch. God. Can I ask? Mm. Have you ever cried at work? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. But only from hangover. <laughs> Not from actual, like, sadness. Um, I remember <laughs> one time... Crudo. I remember one time I was hungover, uh-huh. and I had to go to work, um, and I hid in the table of jeans no you did not um yes did you fall asleep? i did not fall asleep but i got discovered under there and they were like we thought you were folding jeans on the ground but i was actually like in there crying hung over because everyone was making too much noise <laughs> and uh they were I like what's they were like what's wrong with you and i was like i'm just going through something and i was like <gasps> you uh, you liar i lied i said i was going through something when really i was i mean i was going through something oh, you, you a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was so loud <laughs> Stop being so loud. I will say, I've never been able to understand that. Like, I've been told the science yeah. of hangovers. Yeah. And I've looked into it myself. Yeah. I just don't get why everything gets so fucking <clears throat> loud. I don't know. It just, it sucks. Everything is bad. And I can't yeah. hear shit. Yeah. Man, what a long pico we're here. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, you're fine. But Esteban. Yes. How's, how are you? Get the pica. How's I'm, your week? I mean, I'm good uh-huh. for the most part. Um, yeah. How's my week? Not too bad. Not okay. too shabby. Good. Um, as for my pika, mm-hmm. so Z and I went to sushi last week, and uh, there was a woman um, picking up her food, and she was talking to a group of people, and she was a white woman, and we did go have sushi in a more wealthy neighborhood of Ventura what County. Eh, I mean, people like to think it is, so yeah. people will move there that have a little more money. And her whole plight, I mean, and we should have been listening to her conversation, but at the same time, how could you not? Can I just say, though, yeah. she was being very loud. Yeah. there so was I actually hear her. There was actually two pikas that day. One, Z and I got seated before these other white people, and they got super pissed off that we got seated before them. <laughs> and that's the which second was time that it's really, happened to us. Yeah, which was really weird, because I was like, I mean, I get that. I don't even know if they were there first. I don't no, think we they were. No, we were there first. But they were making it such a big scene, yes. and they were being super loud about yes. it, and then I was super loud about it. 
got it back because I was being a piece of shit, but whatever. Um, but the main peak I was, this lady was talking about her kids going to private school. Mm-hmm. And she didn't seem to understand why public school funding doesn't go into the private schools. Girl, if you got to ask that question, then you don't know what private school is all about. Because no. if that's the case, everybody would be in private school. Yeah. So you're not going to get public funding for your kid that you chose to put into a private school because exactly. you wanted to give them a specific education that not everybody gets. And she was just being such a bitch about it, by the way. Mad plastic surgery, with which both means you have said there's nothing wrong with there's it. There's nothing wrong with but it. But this just goes to show you how unin touch with the world that she is. Yeah. She was like, you know, I just don't get why the kids don't get public school funding, why they have to suffer because these other kids don't suffer and da da. Bro, it's in the fucking name. It's public school. So obviously they're going to get public funding. Private schools get private funding. Which that private funding is what you pay for it. Yes. So, bitch. So why don't you put more money into it? Yeah. I mean, you know what the crazy thing is, is like a lot of these private school kids, and I know a ton of private school kids, or I knew them growing up. There's nothing wrong with them. Mm -mm. They're great people. The problem is, is that they are from a world of privilege mm-hmm. in the way that they got field trips and they got other things that they got to do that me as a private school or pu- public school kid, I didn't get that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did go to private school for my freshman year of high school. I went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. and I hated it. I yeah. hated it. I told my mom and dad, everyone there uses drugs. It's kind of crazy. It's a little weird. I've said this time and time again, just yes. because you're religious doesn't make you a better person Hell than me. Hell no. Hell You could no. be a drug addict, an alcoholic, yep. sex addict, whatever you want to say. Yep. And still be, like, at church at 8 in the morning. That's right. Are you kidding me? There's nothing. Yeah, that's how no. fucking... That's how we party. Yeah. We party until 7 a.m. And then once 8 o'clock hits, we're clocking in. That's right. So... And that's the thing is, like, again, like I said, that was my big beat, guys. Like, this woman trying to take public school funding for her private school. was like, lady, are you kidding me? Like, put them in public school and you'll see what the funding is for that. She would never. No, I know she would never. She looked like... If you would have said that to her, she looked like she would have, like, ripped your face off. Because she can't believe you'd even think about that for, her, just, for her little Tommy and Timmy and Laser Beam or whatever the hell yes. her kids' names are. For it just, when I was listening to it, because I was dead on just like big ear cartoon, cartoon, fuck, (laughs) cartoon, sorry, cartoon ear, like just listening because I was so shocked at the fact that she was saying that. Yep. It just didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, miss ma'am. Yeah. And I wish we could have said something to her because I would have been like, listen to what you're saying. Oh, I was ready to say something. Fuck, but I man. knew I we had just sat down for our meal. I was yeah. hungry. I didn't want to say anything, but I was you know, ready to say that something. was a problematic meal. Now that I think about it, not mm-hmm. the actual food, no. but just what well, was going on around was us. Yeah, and it was even windy. No, we were outside. Yeah, so it was like fuck, man, that sucks. No, the food was delicious. It God. wasn't the meal. It was just the fact. Of, it was the people around us that just made me feel uncomfortable with the fact that like I was in some fucking Crocs and sweatpants, and I was just like, yeah. I don't belong here, yeah. and that's not okay with me because. Yeah. It's a public space. I yep. get it. But at the same time, like the topics that were being talked about, just the whole private school and then the fact that the customers, bef- not even before us, they weren't even before us. No, they were. They were after us. The yeah. customers that were complaining that they got seated after us, I was like, we got here before you. Yep. And that was the second time that happened that week for us. Mm-hmm. Man, people, please be self-aware. Be self-aware, you crazy asses. Yes. Like, that's insane. Anyway. Just and be didn't, aware that if you yeah. say some shit, it's going to be talked about. Yeah, it didn't help they were white people because, again, it perpetuates this, like, thing that we've already got, been talking about. Yeah. And, like, uh, it's just crazy. But, anyway, so that was my pecan. That's what <laughs> happened this week, and it was just stupid, and I hate it. Yeah. You know, so many things going on in the world, and you're worried about that. So dumb. Literally. <sighs> so, 
like I said, today we're going to talk about appropriation versus appreciation mm-hmm. because there is a difference. It's a fine line and you got to just be really careful with it. But what inspired this conversation is basically the Kendall Jenner thing. And I was like, why haven't we talked about this? Because it's a biggie. It's a big it topic. Heated. It does get us heated. It gets me very heated. I had to like really calm myself down to have this conversation. But yeah. so I mean, let's start with what is appropriation? Z, what do you consider appropriation? I consider appropriation being <laughs> sorry. No, you're fine. Cinco de Mayo just passed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't even pay attention to that. Exactly. Why would you? Exactly. Why would you? Cinco de Mayo just passed. Yeah. So I love going on instagram on that day yeah where everyone wears big tahanas and fake mustaches exactly yeah you're wearing a pancho with a sombrero mm-hmm. hi phil having tacos hi ted yeah it's taco tuesday yep it's just tuesday yeah it's just it's a tuesday just a and tuesday. i just happen to have tacos yes yeah I, I have tacos every other day bitch i yeah. don't understand why tuesday yeah. makes it so much better yeah so i think it's the way that i see it is yeah. you know someone of a different culture race ethnicity yeah in the in someone else's culture race and ethnicity's garb yeah or dress yeah or you know dressing in a manner or changing their appearance in a manner to seem something that they're not right it is one thing if you are mixed it's cosplay yes cosplay yeah. oh my gosh perfect yeah. yes it's that cosplay. is how i see it yeah that is appropriation it's yeah. using words that you may not should be using colloquialisms yes yeah so that is what i see it as what do you see it as so same thing um the only difference is i see appropriation because see there like i said there's a fine line between appropriation and appreciation in the way that if you are aware like how you're saying Mm -hmm. if they're dressed up in like a pancho and like a mustache and they're eating tacos and they're like cinco de mayo cinco de drinko i know i hate that shit i hate that oh my god you just triggered me i know so if you were aware that that is someone's culture and you're taking it then you're appropriating it. Mm-hmm. If you're doing because you're like, you know, you're like, I'm going to have tacos. I do like them. It doesn't have to be a Tuesday or whatever. Then you're appreciating appreciation of the culture because you do like tacos because mm-hmm. you do like food or whatever. That's perfectly fine. Tequila, that's fine. Yeah. But when you start dressing up like it and like making fun of everybody, like, yeehaw, hip, and hip, doing hip, like stereotypical yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Then you're, you're, you're basically making fun of it almost. Yeah. Um, and even though you're like, no, I'm not. Y- yes, like, you are. Like, I love it. No, yes, you are making fun of it. Um, and if you don't get that, well, that's, I mean, that's part of the problem. You're yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. So you understand that that's what it is, and that's how I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you experienced appropriation, Z? What do you mean? As in how, like, has anyone ever dressed like you and been like, oh, I want to be like Z, or, you know, something like of that kind of nature, like where someone's trying to take your culture from you that they got it from you? Yeah, just those bitches on Instagram posting themselves and up being so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess that's an general yeah. question. So I guess yeah, I guess yeah. we've all kind of experienced it. So. Not maybe like directly. Yeah. I mean, uh oh. Or have you? Bitch. Because I kind of have, but bitch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tell there me. I was. Tell. There you In were. In high school. Fish sauce on your titties. <laughs> there you were. Perfect is that? Mm-hmm. Salsa. Sorry. Salsa on your titties. Chalula. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking, that's fucking appropriation. Yeah. Chalula bottles, yes. tapatio, all that shit. Yes. Bitch. You mean my uncle? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chalula, your tia. You know? Um, so in high school, it, it, it probably isn't appropriation or anything like that, but I'm going to just talk about it because it yeah. got me so heated. Yeah. And I was little, not little, but I was just younger. My little brother was at his soccer practice and I was there because I wanted to watch and yeah. I'm a supportive sister. And so... Um, he didn't understand the conversation that was going on. Yeah. 
So he was still, it was literally, he was like a child, like a baby under the age of 10. Yeah. So it wasn't anything to where he, he's a kid. Like he's in seven different places at once. Of course. He just got done with soccer practice. He's still like energetic. And all he heard was like, you know, yellow cards and red cards. And if you don't play soccer, yellow cards are like a warning. Red cards are like, you're done. You're off the field. field. You don't get that. Yeah. You're not supposed to, because that means that you did something wrong. Right. Like intentionally punching, intentionally like hitting or shoving something like that. Against what was taught. Yes. Yes. And so he was like, oh, what if we get a red card? Just like, oh, you know, just a kid being a kid. Yeah. And this bitch, Mm -hmm. this fucking see you next Tuesday. And I don't use that word. I I hate that word. That must be serious. Yes. Goes, no, son. Rojo malo. Rojo malo. Oh, bitch. When I tell you. My like 13 year old ass almost beat this 40 year old white ass bitch ass oh, woman man. my brothers don't know spanish no wow yeah i know we were just talking about that. my brothers don't know spanish and yeah. this fucking bitch went no son rojo malo oh bitch yeah. oh yep that shit pissed me off because it's like why are you assuming mm-hmm. we don't even look mexican we've been told by so many goddamn mexicans in our life that we don't look it yeah i know Damn. what because you heard me speak it once bitch the fuck out of here sorry that may not have been like appropriate no but, like, but but you know what though that was some type of like maybe they'll understand if i say it like this yes. type of thing and it's like almost dumbing people down yes like fuck off lady. fuck you that was that's crazy it just pissed me the fuck off yeah i talked to my mom she talked to the coach and the she apologized to us yeah and she tried her goddamn best to be nice to us later on yeah. but i would just look at her and i would not even speak to her i would just if she was on one side of the field, I was on the other side. Yeah. Because I just was not okay with it. And she tried to, like, do a whole play date with, like, my brother and her son. And I legitimately told her, no. I'm not even his mom. Wow. And I was like, your son will never play with my brother. Yeah. Fuck you. It's fucking toxic It's as fucking fuck, disgusting. Yeah, that's toxic as Sorry. Fuck. I got no. hated for a second. I'm no, good. it's fine. You know, I have a one kind of like that, too. So my friend works at the library, and she, like, tutors. Yeah. And there was these two little boys, one Mexican, one white, mm-hmm. and they are both from low-income households. Okay. So they get tutored for free by her, and she mm-hmm. gets paid by the, by the county. And basically, she was telling me how they were, like, kind of making fun of them as, like, eight, nine-year-old boys do. Just, like, they're horsing around and making fun of kids, each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the white one was making fun of the Mexican one by saying like, oh yeah, well your dad's a field worker and like talking about his yeah. like, basically like, and the dad's not a field worker, but he was just making like stereotypical mm-hmm. assumptions. And so the he turned around and was like, well, then your mom must be like a drug addict and like turning around. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So it turns into this whole thing where they were fighting and then my my friend went in there and she was like, hey, hey, both of you stop it, like knock it off. And then the white kid started crying and then the Mexican king got in trouble, even though they were both going at each other. And I asked my friend, like, well, why do you think that happened? And she was like, honestly, Stephen, and she's white, by the way. She's like, mm-hmm. it's white tears. Yeah. It's white tears. He started crying. And then by proxy, the kid, the Mexican kid is already tougher because he was raised in a colored household. You don't so, cry. No, you don't cry because you don't show weakness because no. that's what it is. Whereas the white kid showed weakness because that's He's, how they get what they yes. want. And it worked. And yes. so the kid got in trouble. And my friend saw it. And she told me, she's like, Stephen, I have never experienced something like that until I actually like saw it go down. And holy shit. And I said, it happens yeah. all the goddamn and time. And then she said, now I see it everywhere. Yes. And I was like, good. I'm like, you are now a woke white person, <laughs> is what I told her. You are yeah. aware. Yeah. And then she read the book, White Fragility, which I've also read. And we talked yeah. about how like, um, and I brought this up the other day, like basically like, if a black person has a crack problem, they throw them in jail as a solution. Mm-hmm. If a white person has an opiate problem, they take them to rehab. Notice how you said opiate. Yeah. 
Well, because it is the same thing. It's, it's just the same thing. it's just that they even word the drugs differently. Yes. And that is in the book White Fragility. So if you're gonna read it, like let me just throw that out there. It's a good one, but it's gonna make you if you're a white person, it's gonna make you feel very like the enemy. Yes. And it's it's written by a white woman. Yeah. So she often often says we and us and she's referring to white people. Yeah. So but it's a good book to read. But anyway, that when she read my when my friend read the book, she was mm-hmm. like, Oh my god, Stephen, I actually see it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I said, The sad thing is is that that is what I've been raised with since I was a little kid, not just being Latina, but also being LGBT. Mm-hmm. I've had to be super self-aware, mm-hmm. and that's why we're like this. So it's almost like your innocence gets stolen. Oh, it does. Pretty quickly. Our innocence got stolen so quick yeah. and so fast and such at such a young age. And so that's why I think that's also why, because I got that growing up too, mm-hmm. like that woman doing that to me, or like, you know, I had those women in my life doing that to me. Yep. I had the, will you be scary spice because you're dark yep. and you have curly hair. Yeah, which we talked about that. Yes, we've talked about that. Yeah. And so, you know, growing up in the neighborhoods that I grew up in, <clears throat> it, like, it was always like, oh, well, she's the ethnic one. Oh, she's the Latina one. And it's just, she, well, she's tough. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a little marshmallow. Yeah. It's just I was taught not to show it just because your bitch ass cries every other day for yeah. no goddamn reason. Yep. And you want to play victim. When in reality, I was just sitting here reading a book. Yeah. I was just sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. And that's the shitty thing. You know, it's like even going jogging in a neighborhood, like as a colored person, like we talk about, we can talk about Trayvon Martin or we can talk about yeah. any of those things, including George Floyd. But those things are what you know show how much of a damaged world we still lived in or live in and it's just it's like fucked up to even think about it so but yeah that's kind of like something that i you know she i've never experienced it completely but that's what the appropriation story that i have about Mm -hmm. it it's kind of like like i said white tears and it's pretty bad yeah well you mentioned white tears and i think what i have always found not funny but just plain ignorant yeah is well i don't see color Oh, my favorite phrase. I don't see color. Yeah. You know. You don't. No. You don't. It's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Really? Really. Really? You don't see color. Yeah. And you know, those people try to be very like, you know. They're pick me people. They are pick me people. (laughs) They really are. Plain and simple. Yeah. They're pick me people. Well, no, it doesn't matter that you're a woman. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you're black. It doesn't matter that you're brown. Bitch, yes, it does. It does matter. Yes, it and does you know matter. what? And the thing is, by you saying that, you're just denouncing what I am or who I am. Yeah, like, and you're putting my feelings down. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I can be as fragile as I want to be when I get called a spicy Latina. Yeah, of course. Like, I can be as upset as I want to be. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm finding that a lot of women in my life get that spicy Latina thing because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my cousin who you've met also yes. gets that. I love her, by the way. She's so sweet. Yes. She's very sweet. But when the time comes, she, yeah. get, she can get hood just like everybody else. Yeah. And that's the thing is like anyone can get that way. But because she is Latina and because you are Latina, it turns into a different thing. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not like, oh, well, she's just angry. No, it's like, well, she's always angry when that's not the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I brought this up too when we were at Stonehouse mm-hmm. um, with a couple that I'm going to have on here, which is my cousin and her fiance. They're great people, but they are. He's white, and they mm-hmm. are interracial, and they are engaged. When we went to the Stonehouse Winery, we, <laughs> I know what you're gonna yeah, say. we sat down um, at a picnic table that were with two other white people, and they were like, "Hey, come sit down. Like, we have space for you guys." So we all sat there and we were having a good time. Um, He's in the military, mm-hmm. and we were talking about whatever, and as soon as the white man that was on the table heard him say that, he got into a full conversation about it, and they yep. got into like all these talking and everything, yep. and so did the woman, but he was the only white person in our group. Yep. Otherwise, the rest of us were like Latino, including mm-hmm. the little girl that was with us. She's half white, half Latino, but she's she's white passing, but not. But you can tell she's not completely white. Yeah. 
Um, what's interesting is he would only talk to him and then whenever we would try to get into the conversation, they kept kind of brushing us off. Mm-hmm. And then he left and he's like, and then Bobby, the guy that, the, the fiance was like, man, like, I had to like talk to him. That was so much work. And I said like, well, yeah, but he refused to talk to us. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I even told it to him like, did you not see like, he only wanted to talk to you because of his white solidarity. And he was like, what do you mean white solidarity? He was like, he only asked you what you did. He didn't turn around and ask us, <laughs> no. like, well, what do you guys do? Yeah. Or what? He didn't want to talk to us. Or he didn't even ask us, like, oh, are you guys yeah. in the military? He didn't acknowledge anything. He no. only acknowledged you because you are a blue-eyed white person who mm-hmm. he felt comfortable talking to. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the one thing that we said was we were talking about pizza because we were talking about New York pizza. Yes. And when I said toppers, he 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 acknowledged that I said it, but then he didn't get into a conversation about it. No. And then he went back to the conversation with Bobby again. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Like, it, we get, like, brushed off because of our race. And yeah. it's just, or, you know, Well, if we're going to talk about that night, yeah. you want to talk about the fact that I got asked multiple times how to order? Yeah, and, like, if you worked there. And if I worked there? Yeah. Because I was the brown one. Yep. I was the token brown one. Yep. And there was nothing. You weren't wearing any type of clothes that resembled anyone that worked there. No. So that's why when you said it, I was like, oh, really? That I was happened? wearing a short dress yep. with cowgirl boots, a hat. Yep. Did I have a name tag on? No. no. And that's what was like crazy about it. No. I had like a full face of makeup on and everything. I was like, sir. And I even took a second. I looked at him, looked him up and down, and I went... No, I don't work yeah. here. Yeah. You can find someone that works here. That was just crazy. I don't know how they people act that way. It's just it's insane. People have the caucasity. Yeah, they, they certainly do have the caucasity. <laughs> they have the caucasity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we're saying people who don't see color. Um, mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you, like, you kind of mentioned this in the footnotes about mm-hmm. color doesn't matter to you. So yeah. like, let's talk about that for a second. Well, in that regards, I mean, like, as friends. Yeah co-workers right if i'm hiring yeah. relationships or anything right. like that we've talked about this of yeah. like i would probably not date a white person would right. i completely take it out of the equation no no is it gonna happen probably not no <laughs> but well, that's what that i you mean. expose yourself yeah to, you and know so what I mean? again i think for me it just goes back to the fact of like let me get to know this person let me talk to them let me just see who they're what they're about who they're about right and so that's what i mean by like color doesn't matter because yeah. i want to get to know and appreciate other cultures right. i'm never going to insert myself like you know where i shouldn't right but at the same time like i'm not going to just close myself off of you know learning about other cultures or learning about other people and their backgrounds and how right. they grew up i just find it interesting talking to people right and so that's always one thing that i've always been very just like am i part of the problem because yeah. am i being someone that's oh i don't see color yeah but I'm not trying to. It's just more of like, you know, if someone comes in or if someone wants to talk to me, I'm not going to just brush them off because they're not brown, because right. they're white or because they're black or because they're Asian or anything like that. Right. Well, the difference between color doesn't matter and I don't see color is that when you say I don't see color, you're just dis- because people are people have ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. When you say I don't see color, you're almost devoiding them of their ethnicity. Yeah. Whereas when you say color doesn't matter, it's like I respect that you have that ethnicity yeah. and I'm not going to insert myself into it like you just said. Okay. So that's the difference so between the two. So I'm not part of the problem. You're not part oh of the gosh, problem. You made me feel so much no, better. no, no. And which we were going to talk about that earlier, but I was like, no, let's save it for the recording. Yeah. Um you saying it, color doesn't matter means that you respect that someone is black or yeah. Asian or whatever, but that's not important to you. When people say, I don't see color, mm-hmm. it's like, as in like, you, your ethnicity, all that stuff, that does, it's, it's, um, 
I don't see it because I don't want to get to know it. Yeah. I just don't think it exists. Okay, cool. Because I do want to get to know it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, good. So that makes sense to me because I do want to know and I do want to be able to respect it. Yes. Because, I mean, you you saw me at your house, at your mom's house, and I was like, what's the dress code? What can I do? What should I call it? I just try to be as respectful and as considerate for others. Of course. Because I have gotten the short end of everything. Yeah. And so I'm always the one that's like disregarded or like, oh, well, we don't care. Or, oh, you're Mexican. Okay, but yeah, but you don't look it, so it's fine. Yeah. And, you know, different things like that. And so I just try to be as respectful as possible. Yeah. In some houses, you can wear shoes in the house. Yeah. And some others, you can't. Just let me know. Like, talk to me. Let me know. And so that way I can respect it. Of course. If you want to show me more and you want to, you know, show me what Christmas looks like to you. Yeah. I'm down. What do I bring? Yeah. What do I bring? But I think that's just like good manners. Oh, okay. And you've been raised with good manners, yeah. which we, we talked about that too. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when you came to my mom's 70th birthday, you were being super respectful. Both you and Christian, friend of the pod, were being super <laughs> respectful to my mom. Yeah. And I'm over here like, esta viejita, whatever. <laughs> and you guys looked at me like I was like stabbing her. And I probably was, but you know, I love my well, mom. Well, no, but. because I just, I just want to make sure that I'm as respectful mm. as possible because that's how I would have, I would appreciate to be treated of course you know and yeah. it's just the way well, that my mom tact. that's how my mom raised me that's how my grandma raised me that's yeah. you know how i was raised just you ask you don't assume yeah. you you know you cover your shoulders if you're meeting someone older and maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing but yeah. you know i wouldn't have come to your house or your mother's house sorry yeah or your brother's house in like a short dress and heels of course. That's just not who I am as a person. Right. I'd rather just like cover myself well, up. Well, that's not who you wanted to present yourself exactly. as. Exactly. And you know, that's a big thing is like presentation and, mm-hmm. you know, initial meeting. Yeah. Those are important things. Um, one thing I want to talk about was the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Most recently, there's a woman named Sutton on there and she's a Southern white woman and mm-hmm. she's not a bad person or anything, but there's a new housewife and her name is, um, I can't remember her name, but uh, her last name is Minkoff and she's Asian. Okay. Um, and basically these last couple episodes have been about, there's been like some racism brought on. I mm-hmm. think it has to do with like a lot of the BLM because the housewives never really dealt with racism too often. They're yeah. usually white women. I was going to say they're um, usually white. There has been one colored woman a couple of years ago. She was a Latinx person. Her mm-hmm. name is Joyce or Joyce, but she goes as Joyce because it's a Joyce. J. So, and she, um, was Latina, but they never brought up her Latin in any type of thing, mm-hmm. even though she was very different from them. She had a very thick accent and everything, mm-hmm. but it was not a big deal. Which this franchise season, are you talking about? Because Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. Beverly sorry. Hills. Did you mention that? Huh? Yes, I did. Oh, shit, um, but it's okay. That's no, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, Stop! Yeah, that, was, that was my jab really quick. Atas. Um, so they brought up with um, with uh, Minkoff. She was talking about how she feels like... Because um, Sutton said, mm-hmm. I don't see color. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I was talking about. It's like, no, well, you need to see color because you yeah. need to be respectful that this woman is Asian. She's actually specifically Chinese. Yeah. And she was. She even explained to her, like, you can't denounce my ethnicity in such a way. And then Sutton goes, well, I've been... I've been like discriminated against too because people think because I'm from the South that I'm racist and I don't have, you know, that I I am, you know, all these things that are not true. And it's like, well, that's a little different because... That's different. Yeah, and I explained this that's the other judgment. night. Yeah. I explained this the other night to, to um, our friend because she also watches The Housewives mm-hmm. and we talked about how she said she thinks that Sutton was also unfairly judged. And I said, yeah, but the difference is the problem with white people when it comes to like that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. that... Sutton, even though if she's, you know, Southern and they consider her like racist and like Mm -hmm. a redneck, 
The problem is even the, the white people consider even the lowest forms of their own people still higher than even the best of colored people. Yeah, you could always. Be a, you could be a black doctor, a Latino nurse, or like one of the higher echelons of society, but white people, even the dumbest ones, even the poorest ones, even the ones that are the lowest of their food chain, mm-hmm. will always still be better than you because they are white. Mm-hmm. And that's how they consider themselves. Yeah. And if you say otherwise, you're just not opening your eyes to it. Mm-hmm. And when I explained that to our friend, she was like, oh shit, like, yeah, you're right. I said, even the best of us is still considered the lowest, lower than their lowest lower of them. Than the lowest of them. And that's true in the LGBT community. And you know where I actually like heard that and I was like, that's correct, hmm. was American Horror Story Coven. Because I know, <laughs> I know right? what part yeah. to give. And she goes, even the worst of us need to be better than better the best than them. of them. Yeah. Because they are witches, so they're considered lower forms. They mm-hmm. used to burn them at the stake. Yeah. So it's this it's, same rings true with like ethnicities, mm-hmm. with our ethnicity. Like us as POC, even the best of them has to be better than like the best of them because mm-hmm. we're already considered lower, mm-hmm. just in the echelon of it all. Well, you can even take that as to like how I will not leave the house without getting ready. Yeah. Because my mom always made sure mis trenzas, mis chongos, with the matching, everything put together because she will not have us looking out here raggedy. Right. Like our white counterparts. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about it is, you know, we need to be, we need to be better because in the race, we don't get the head start. They get a head start. They get a head start. Yeah. And then when we beat them, they get upset and it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you had a head start. So I don't know where you get upset. Like the jealousy of it all Mm -hmm. is crazy. And then I love that they like to say like you know they like to say like well it's because she's black or it's because she's mexican mm-hmm. or whatever no no because i worked hard yeah you know what i mean like My if, if anything if i'm black or mexican it's because it's a it's a hindrance to white people yeah so yeah well you can even go into the topic of like simply colleges yeah and the amount of times i've heard well it's so much harder because like you know you have to be black or you have to be asian or you have to be this to even get in no. you can't even be white anymore it's like bitch oh man you were expecting your whiteness to get you into school oh, i love when people say like guilty of being white yes it's like bitch shut bitch up. get the fuck out of here shut, the hell up. shut up because mama mm. was out here yelling at little black girls trying to go to school so That's shut right. the fuck up it's not that far from us yeah you know we have people that have some of their family members grandparents or uncles or aunts that were still enslaved like i don't understand as to why they don't see color yeah are you kidding me all you see is color all you see is color all there is is color it's crazy man and this isn't going to change until like the thing is there's a whole thing and i've talked to other people about this like where latinos only date latinos and Mm -hmm. asian only date asians and it's a like race thing like i know a lot of jewish people who will only date another jewish person Mm -hmm. i they, the way that my friend Tamara explained it to me was that, like, she's like, yeah, but, you know, during the Holocaust, a lot of our people got killed and, like, diminished. She goes, so we're trying to, like, build ourselves back up as a religion. And I said, like, yeah, I get that. But also, it's kind of very much closing yourself off to things that are not what they are. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, a lot of our people got killed. It's just like the Armenian genocide. Mm-hmm. A lot of Armenian people, they only date other Armenian people because they're trying to rebuild their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, but we're in a new time where like ethnicity mixing is like what it should be interracial which we're gonna have an interracial dating episode by the way (laughs) with my cousin and her her fiance which i talked about because we need to know their story and stuff like that and i mean z you date an african-american guy and Mm -hmm. like you know you've like i said you ran the gamut of like people staying including like what you just said you came Mm -hmm. to my my mom's party which is full of latinos a couple yeah. white people and you brought your man who is african-american and i hope we didn't make him feel unwelcomed or anything <laughs> but you know he you know he was he was stuck he was he was sticking out like a big sexy thumb let's be honest yes. here so like now let me get one thing straight yes 
He is big old sexy. I love him. Oh he's yeah, so cute. He's so uh, yeah. And attractive. let me just tell you, that night he was on fire. Dump truck. <laughs> yeah. He's such a fat ass. Yeah. He's. I love. Yeah, him. we love him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> our, our 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 podcast can be called "We Love Z's Boyfriend." Yes. I feel like we always talk how great he is, but yeah. He is great. He's yeah. incredible. He's amazing. I yeah. love him. Yeah. Um. But one thing that my favorite is always like when we're just going out, like it's we're not dressed up or anything like extra extravagant. Yeah. But we'll just like you know. Go get gas, get food, come back to his house, and the amount of stares that we get. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that once you know we have your cousins on or yeah. your cousin and her fiance yeah. on. But that's one thing that I have noticed more, and I try not to notice it. I try not to make a big deal out of it. But oh my gosh, it's difficult. The white gasp that happens when we kiss each other in public, or oh, like I we're bet. holding hands, or anything like that. And like there was one time where he was getting angry and we were at a gas station just pumping gas and you know he was holding on to me as it was going cuz yeah. you don't have to hold it. Right. And he just let out like a <sighs> Yeah. And then like because we were holding on to each other I could feel him like you know when to like gasp. you tense up yeah. and like you kind of puff out your chest yeah. and like you're getting ready well, to it was fight. Like defense mode. He was getting defensive because yeah. there was a guy not even like near us but yeah. at another pump because it was a big gas station staring. Oof. Just staring. And Oof. it was a white guy and he had um <laughs> a Trump flag. Ooh. In his truck. Yeah. And he said, "I need you to understand that if I run, you don't come for me." Yeah. I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, over here, I'm getting stares and I'm not comfortable. I was like, I get it, yeah. but I need you to calm down because this is this can be avoided. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen to either one of us. Yeah. Because I wasn't worried about him. Right. I was worried about the other guy. Yeah. Because my boyfriend knows how to fight. That's mm. the thing. I know how to fight. The sad thing is, is you, had to, you have to know how to fight because, mm -hmm. you know, you aren't in the position of privilege. No. So you have to know how to defend exactly. yourself because we've all been through that. Like, yeah. Um, one time, you know, I don't talk about this very often, but uh, one time I was at a Starbucks and someone, you know, and it was a Starbucks I used to go to every day. My friend mm -hmm. worked there. I would go visit her. I'd yeah. have coffee. I'd do my homework, whatever. And one time I came out and on my windshield was a ripped out verse of the bible that said faggot on it oh, and it was no. left on my windshield no um i stopped going to that starbucks because i got scared for a couple of reasons one someone out in the universe saw me and recognized that i was gay mm -hmm. and even though i present as more mask or whatever i mm -hmm. you know i'm not wearing a shirt that says i'm gay so how did they know mm -hmm. and two they know that i go there yeah so it turned into a like i'm in danger situation yeah. so i stopped going there and even my friend was like you stopped coming what's going on you used to come like every other day and i do my homework there and yeah and i said honestly i got clocked like someone realized that I was gay and they saw me there and they threatened me by leaving that on my windshield, which is to me is like if I would have come back, maybe next time they were waiting at my car with a knife or something exactly. and I'd be fucked. So it scared me. I got freaked out and I stopped coming and that caused a little bit of trauma and mm -hmm. it caused me to be like scared. And then I realized I was like, how did they even clock me? Like I, I act more mask or whatever, but maybe my mannerisms were telling something different. Maybe I was presenting differently. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it got me a little freaked out. And yeah. that's kind of like what you're saying with like Demetrio, like, I mean with your man, sorry, I'll edit that out with your man because you know, he got, he got clocked for being African American, yeah. which he is. And these people who fight against, you know, not same as like, yeah. with other white people, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's just, it's scary and crazy. Well, it's just, it's so scary that like, your hate runs that deep whether or not someone else is so different than you Th that's what i don't understand is that why is it that we just go to hate why isn't it let me try to understand you 
Yeah. Let me try to listen to you. And honestly, Let me try. it takes so much effort. It takes so much effort. Why even effort. deplete energy like that? Yes. Oh my God. It's one thing so if much. like, if you don't like me because I'm mean, because I'm a bitch, because I did, I said something the wrong way to you. That's fine. Yeah. You have a reason to not like me. Yeah. But if you just sit there and say, well, you're brown. I don't like you. A bitch. Excuse me. Yeah. Or you're in an interracial couple because I've gotten that too of, yeah. well, why aren't you dating a Mexican? Well, why aren't you dating of your people? And it's like, mm, I have. Yeah. They don't like me. Yeah. Well, that's not true. I like you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but would you date me? No. Exactly. But it's not... Exactly. Okay. Well, first off... Gross, you have cooties. Fuck you. (laughs) You love my cooties. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You were going to say something before I said you have cooties. You were like, first off, because your finger got up in my face. So let's let's, let's talk about that. Well, no. It's just... (sighs) So... Because I said you're a woman. It set you off a little bit. Not only that, is that I'm a woman. With you, it would be, well, I'm a woman. You don't like women. Yeah. Second of all, I wouldn't, how do I say this? I don't want to say I don't like women. I just don't want to sex them up. Exactly. <laughs> let's say that. Okay, let's say that. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I just, I've dated Mexican men. I've dated Latino men, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I've dated them. I've even talked to Latino women. Yeah. They don't like me. Okay. Can I say why? But why? Because I am not the stereotype. Okay. Because I am not their mom. Because you ain't flipping tortillas and, and aspirando todo and I do. Baleando. And I can. Yeah. But I will not submit to someone. Of course. And that is what the Mexican men that I, or the Latino men, they've mainly been Mexican. That's yeah. why I'm saying Mexican. Yeah. That's why mainly those Latin Mexican men that I have tried to date yeah. don't like me. Yeah. Because, because not, I am, yeah. I am independent, and yeah. because I'm not gonna wait for you, and because I don't want to wait for you. Well, that's very old school. Which we have a couple yes. of friends who are Mexican women yes. who want to submit in that way because that's what they were raised with, and but, that's what I was raised with too. But see, yes. the thing is, is that I have a goddamn mouth on me, yeah, and nobody likes that, yeah, especially in my community. But you know, that's like all ethnicities, kind of like yeah, I mean, like the African American community. Like, usually the girls are the more submissive mm-hmm. ones, and that's why you're dating this guy who likes that you have a mouth on you, which is kind of crazy because they're used to a different type. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, what, what what changes it? But, you know, sometimes people are just turned on by that. Some people just like stronger people, you know? I think what happened with him was just, I said this, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I'm yeah. sorry to, like, put my relationship out there. But I told him at the very, very beginning when we first started talking, because I asked him, I was like, what are your intentions? What are you looking for? What's going on? Yeah. First conversation we ever had. Of course. And he was like, I don't know. Just if I get to know you, I get to know you. If I don't, I don't. And I'm like, okay, cool. Bet. I like that. I do. I like that too. So it's that's why ease. it's very just easy. Yeah, like don't like make easy. it complicated. Yeah, don't like get easy. don't get it twisted. Don't make it complicated. But I told him, I was like, I need you to understand one thing. And I sound like a pick me girl when I say this. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm prefacing it by that. Yes, you are not a pick me girl, but But I told him, I was like, I am not like these other women you have dated. Yeah. I need you to understand that. And I was like, I'm very different. I am very much me, and I'm unapologetic for it unless I need to be. Right. Because I can get loud. I can get mean. Which we all can. Which we all can. And I told him, I was like, you need to understand that. And it wasn't until later on that he understood that. Yeah. Because I showed it. Because I was about it. Because I'm not going to sit here and be like, yes, I'm like every other girl. Yeah. I mean, everybody says that. Everybody says they're different. Everybody, you know, wants to believe that they're special and everything. The only difference is, I know I'm different. Yeah. I know I'm special. Yeah. And I know that you're never going to find someone else like me. But that is the trick of it. Mm -hmm. Because 
that's who I am. Right. What makes Steven Steven is what makes Steven Steven. Exactly. What makes me Z makes me Z. And we're not the same. And that's okay. Right. And if you want somebody other than me, go for it. I'm not going to have an issue with that. Just understand you're never going to find me. Well, something that our friend Sam that we both have a mutual friend Mm -hmm. has always said, and it always stuck with me because I was like, why is this word ever? She's like, I'm not for everyone. I'm not for everyone. And, you know, I never have like phrased it that way. And I was like, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. It's true. And you need to be okay with that. Yeah. And people need to be okay with that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people aren't, but it is, it is what Mm -hmm. it is. Like, you know, those people that are like pick me people or, or the like, everyone needs to like me people. It's like, how can you say everyone needs to like me? You don't even like everybody. Listen, I'm a people pleaser, but at the same time, like, if you don't like me, I'm not going to try too hard. Why would you? Why would I? I don't need to sit here and waste my energy on you. Yeah. And especially if you're going to sit there and be like, oh, well, you hate me because you're Mexican or, oh, you hate my people no i don't no i don't did i ever say that no no i don't no i may hate what your people have done yes but i don't hate your people but i don't hate your people yeah and you have to be the different one you have to stand out and be like you know what that wasn't okay yeah. well like i said i've told this to my brothers and sisters because they always tell me like we're okay with you being gay and i said yeah but it takes more than that you not only need to be okay with it you need to fight for me it's yeah. it's not enough to just be silent about it Mm-mm. you need to actively fight Yes. Otherwise, you're just as bad as the people who hate me because you're just sitting there without solidarity. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, well, because you have, an, you have to... There's yeah. more than one thing that it takes to be an ally. Of course. You just said it. I know you just said yeah. it, but at the same time, it's just an ally in the sense of like the BLM movement. Yeah. And an ally in the sense of like the LGBTQIA community. Yeah. Like it's not just I'm okay with it. No, it's a fight. It's a fight. And it's always going to be a fight until Always. It's over. Um, well, let's move on to Kendall Jenner and oh Kim Kardashian, oh. the one that set this whole thing off. This so obviously bitch. we talked about this in our spirituality episode with, mm-hmm. with Danielle. We talked about how Kendall Jenner, you know, made an ad for her tequila or kind of tequila, yeah, where she was, you know, Kendall Juanita del de de Juanes, Jalisco. De Jalisco. You know, when she dressed up that way and she was being like crazy and like, I'm again, still mad at that truck. Because it's cosplay. It's she's she's playing a role to like sell this tequila, which she's yeah. not Latina. She just looks like a rich white lady appropriating these people, and which she is, is what she is. That's what she is. Yeah. And it's just it was fucked up. But like, let's talk about Kim and how mm-hmm. Kim would oftentimes dress as a black you know, mm-hmm. person or like African American culture or like jazz singers. Yeah. She she married Kim or she married Kanye West. Yeah. And, you know, she was always dating black guys and actually they all kinda of date black guys except for Courtney, who I think is now no, she's a Travis Barker. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about because like you brought up something about Kim like having braids in her hair. Yes. So let's talk about that. I have always had an issue with Kim's having Kim having braids in her hair. Um I understood why she had done it and she went out to explain like oh you know i got these done with my baby girl north and you know she wanted to look just like me or we wanted to look just like each other i understand that yeah and as someone that if i have children will probably not be fully mexican right I understand that because me growing up like i always wanted to be like my mom you know and you know i'm her mini me and this and that however Mm -hmm. There has to be a line. There has to be something that where you can't cross it because at the end of the day, Kim Kardashian is not a black woman. She's not. Her daughter will become a black woman. Yes. She's a black child. She's a daughter. You right. know, she's a little girl right now, but she's going to be a black woman. All of her children that are, you know, little girls right yep. now will be black women. Her sons are going to be black men. Black men, right. And that is something that she cannot say, oh, I am a black woman. Right. And I think we just need to understand that too. Yeah. And, you know, something that, you know, we were talking about earlier was just 
how do you have that conversation with the child? Right. Like, that is something that I almost need to prepare for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, people with interracial children, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've seen TikToks where, like, these white women will say the N-word, and then they're like, it's okay, I have a black kid. And it's like, no, 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 you're no. still a white woman. Yes. The only, you know, and I've had this conversation with my friend who she has a half Latino, half white baby. Mm-hmm. And she told me, like, she's like, she's like that her grandma has said, like, oh, my God, the not her grandma, but the the baby's grandma, who yeah. is the Latino grandma, said, like, oh, my God, we're so lucky he didn't come out preto because he would have such a hard life. And she was like, I don't understand. And so she asked me about it. I told her it's she's like, it was Mexicans, other Mexicans mm-hmm. who are against dark skinned Mexicans. Yeah. Like we have our own like compartmentalized issues oh, of racism. Fuck we do. And she's like, she didn't understand. I'm like, because Megan, she sees that if he was darker, he'd have a harder life. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh and I'm like, Yeah. That's so really what it is. That's what it's That's came down legitimately to. all it is. And so that's where it's like it is where it is. So that's why when interracial couples you know, they, they have a hard time as it is, but then when they have kids, it's like, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Um, it's because not weird, but people make it weird. People make it weird because there's also, again, it goes back to appropriation versus appreciation. Meaning, if my, you know, my children come out mixed, I need to understand that I need to teach them about both cultures. Both cultures. And my partner, right. on the other hand, also has to understand that they need to teach them about both cultures and right. they have to be appreciative of both cultures. Right. At what age do you think it's appropriate to start like teaching them about that? Or from birth? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Because honestly, like kids start, like, I mean, they start realizing that they're the not the same pretty quick. Kids start realizing very quick yeah. as someone that realized it very quick yep. that I wasn't something that was around me. Yeah. Um, I realized that very quick, but at the same time, like, I think I have an issue of like, is the child even going to understand right. like at what age, like three, four or five, like, yeah. you know, we've said it before, like hate isn't, isn't like, you're not born with no, it. You're taught, that. you're taught hate. Yeah. You're taught not to like your curly hair. You're taught not to like your really dark yeah. skin or anything like that. And so at what age do we even do that? Right. Like at what age do you, do I teach my children that, you know, they're not white? Yeah. Well, we can even go as far as like sexuality. Like, yeah. I mean, I realized I was gay at a very, very young yeah. age, but no one talked to me about it no. or anything because they wouldn't know. And also I didn't know how to talk about it because I didn't know how to vocalize it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older and now that I actually know it, like I realized I was gay at a very young age, <laughs> but how do I talk about it when I don't even know what sexuality was at the time? Exactly. So with same thing, what you're saying is like these kids don't know they're different, but the only thing is the outward appearance, like gay is an inward thing. Whereas like, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about it when you're ready. Whereas mm-hmm. like if you're a half black, half white child, like you can see you're different from the mm-hmm. other children. Yeah. So that's when it's kind of like you got to have that conversation. I think like right before kindergarten, you kind of got to let them know like you're going to be a little different and here's what it is. But see, okay, you say right before kindergarten, but what yeah. about those that like go to preschool? What or about I those? guess preschool you, when they start interacting with other children. Yeah, so I think that it's also important to put them around like different people people that are different from them so they get an understanding that it's okay right. to be different it's okay that you're not like them yeah um because i feel like that would have been for me at least it would have been an easier transition yeah. into the fact of like i was too brown for the white people yeah. but i was too white for the brown people right because i wasn't set in the same area as them or oh well you're from agora oh oh yeah you have money yeah and it's like whether or not i have money doesn't mean anything and it wasn't about like you know what i was like a, as a person it was well she's brown yeah oh and she has money oh she thinks she's better than everybody and it's like bro no yeah and then the fact that like i'm not necessarily dark yeah also didn't help it 
Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It makes complete sense. But for me, I just, it's going to be a hard conversation, obviously, like when I have kids and everything. And I just, I'm still worried about pushing them into a world that they may not be ready and conserving their innocence versus getting them ready. Because it goes back to the fact that like you and I had to get ready. Yeah. We were taught never to cry. It goes back to those little kids that you were talking about that the brown kid didn't cry, but the white kid did. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So like it's when is it okay? When is it not? Is it too early? Is it too late? Because there can be a point where it's too late. Yeah. And then the child has to do it by themselves. Yeah. And that's even harder. And that causes a lot of resentment too. Yes. Because I I feel like, and I've said this before, like I wish my parents would have taught me certain things. Yeah. Like I was the last of six and I talked about this with my friend, like, how come they didn't teach me how to use a credit card correctly? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like, it's like you, like I, as an adult know how to build credit. What you now. do is you spend the money and then you pay 20% and then that makes your credit go up. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad never told me that. They're like, oh yeah, just spend away. And then they're like, well, yeah, you spent too much. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? Well, we thought you knew it's money. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I was to teach 16 me. with money is yes. what it was. Yes. And when you're 16, because you're not used to spending your own money, you spend all of it. Because you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah, and then not them not telling you like, well, wait, you spent too much. That's you need to save something. You need to do this. You need yeah. to do that. And yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I like, if I ever have kids, which I mean, I'm never gonna have them, <laughs> but if I ever do, I know I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be like, you're gonna buy. What's one thing you really, really want? This TV, perfect. You're gonna buy this TV. Uh-huh. You need to have twenty percent to pay off of off of it. Yeah. But I have money on the credit card. No, 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 no. no, no. no. That's not your money. That's borrowed money. Yes. And you need to pay. And the thing is, you know what happens with borrowed money? It accrues interest. Yep. And my parents didn't tell me about interest. Nope. And then when I realized I was making minimum payments, I'm like, all I'm paying is the interest. I'm mm-hmm. not even making a dent. Mm-mm. But they never told me that. Nope. No one told me that. No. So it's like, dude, let's help each other out. Yeah. You know, teach the things they're supposed to teach. Teach how to tip, damn it. <laughs> like, God damn, man. Nobody tips. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with people? Tip your waiter. Yeah, if tip you your can't people. tip at least yeah, 15, not just 20%. The tip in my book, but the tip. No, if you can't tip at least 15 to 20%, you shouldn't be eating out. No, you shouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to say that. Yeah. Because I know times are tough right now, especially and everything, but you should just... Tienes comida en la casa. Yeah. Hay frijoles en la casa. Of course. Simple. Yeah. I know that we all like to treat ourselves every now and again, but you also have to think that other person on the other end is also trying to make a living. That's right. So just keep that in mind when y'all are going out there. It's crazy, but... um, yeah, the last thing I have written on our notes is appropriation of gay culture. And I mean, that can we like... We all want to be gay, I but mean, we don't want to be gay. Rainbows. Yeah, basically. No, you're right. It's what it is. Um, especially during Pride. Do you ever notice how like companies take advantage? We're all of a sudden they're Pride-friendly companies and then... I don't think you understand how upset I got oh, when I walked into Target and it was nothing but love who you love. Yeah, the rainbow outfit. Oh my god. Yeah. And they're god awful too. None of it's cute. I know, you can tell that was designed not by Yes. Because we have a little more taste than oh that. Oh my gosh. You know what I Let's mean? Let's talk about that. Well, like one thing, I know, right? Well, there's one thing that was said um, that I've been seeing on Twitter and mm-hmm. it's like, please don't show your kinks at Pride. It's a family-friendly event. And I'm like, Excuse me? Yeah, it's out there. And it pissed me off because, like, do we not remember that Pride was a riot started by trans trans people trying to get the cops away? Literally. And basically what it is now. As a family friend. Yeah. Mm. And the thing is, like, I'm not saying there shouldn't be a family-friendly No, no, I'm I'm not saying saying that either. What we need to remember is that, because, yes, there are more, like, gay families out there Mm -hmm. now, but we need to remember that the reason why this is all starting, the reason why we still have this is because we're still fighting for rights. Yes. So it's like, come on. Yes. You know, if someone wants to show their kink or whatever, like, that's just what it is. It's like, you know, like... And you explain it to the children. You explain, hey, 
you know what? That's what they do, and that's okay. Yeah. However, you won't be able to do that until you're until older. Until you're older, and, and you I can express we, yourself better. Then yes, and I think we need to make sure it's just like sl- like shaming, like you know, slut shaming and shaming mm-hmm. sex workers. Like, yeah, are you kidding me? Like. I'm not saying that like we should tell kids about it, but I'm saying like if they stumble upon it, you need to have those hard conversations. You need to. And half the time, I think it's because people just don't want to have those conversations that they don't do it. Which I get it. I really do. I do. I get it. But conversations also, are hard. I do. However. But you're in a world. Yes. Where we all live here together. Yes. In harmony, or you yes. should. So, I don't know. You brought this child into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to deal with it. Sorry. What are yeah. you going to do? Have more kids to deal with those kids? Yeah. It's, I mean, what are you like? People do it all the time. <laughs> have your kids to raise your other kids. That's why I'm here. Well, you know, you have 10 kids. One of them's going to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. And then you're free. And then you're free. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood kid. Literally. Yeah. So, well, we're coming up on our hour and yeah. I feel like we've touched on everything we wanted to touch on. I think so. So. <laughs> and this guys. one's a tough one. Yeah, so it is. Take it with a grain of salt. Again, you know, we're just speaking our opinions we're just speaking our truths it's never to offend opiniones opiniones that's what we got here <laughs> so um just don't forget to follow us on instagram opiniones pod again tell us what you want to hear tell mm-hmm. us what you don't want to hear tell us if you've been appropriated mm-hmm. or how you appreciate cultures mm-hmm. you know um all that good stuff yep um and then don't forget to drink your water oh my gosh please stay hydrated it's getting too hot yeah it's it's starting to get really bad yes, i'm but gonna stay booked yeah, busy and blessed and we'll see you later bye, bye.